This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Intelligence will soon be part of that. We'll go in depth with the Washington Post coming up at 7.15. The Fed chair's comments sets off fears of higher interest rates and continued inflation problems. It sent the stock markets vastly lower with the Dow down 575 and the Nasdaq down 146. It's 7 o'clock. Seeking answers in Mexico. Two of the four Americans who were kidnapped were killed. Fed chair on inflation. We'd be prepared to increase the pace of rate hikes. Still digging out in Southern California. There are a number of people that say that they're still buried in their homes. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Two Americans caught in gunfire and kidnapped in Mexico last Friday are back in the U.S. But CBS's Christian Benavides reports... Mexican authorities announced that two of the four Americans kidnapped last week were found dead. Mexico's president expressed his condolences and says one person has been detained in connection with the abductions. According to the FBI, gunmen opened fire on the four Americans last Friday after they drove across the border from Brownsville, Texas into Matamoros, Mexico. State Department spokesperson Ned Price. We thank our Mexican and U.S. law enforcement partners for their efforts to find these innocent victims and the task forward is to ensure that justice is done. One of the Americans was in Mexico to undergo cosmetic surgery. Two small planes have collided over Lake Hartridge in Winter Haven, Florida. Authorities say they are in the middle of a search and rescue operation. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says they could increase the size of interest rate hikes to come and raise borrowing costs to higher levels. The latest economic data have come in stronger than expected, which suggests that the ultimate level of interest rates is likely to be, to be higher than previously anticipated. Stocks tanked on Powell's comments. The Dow plunged 575 points. NASDAQ fell 145. Five women who were denied an abortion or related emergency care with their pregnancies are suing Texas over its abortion ban. It calls on state judges to make exceptions during medical crises, freeing doctors, hospitals, and health care providers to treat patients. Plaintiff Amanda Zorowski says her fetus was in trouble at 17 weeks, but the heartbeat prevented doctors from taking action. I cannot adequately put into words the trauma and despair that comes with waiting to either lose your own life, your child's life, or both. Making headway in Southern California's San Bernardino Mountains, where residents have been snowbound. KCBS-TV reporter Tina Patel. Progress is being made. We were able to get up here to Crestline, and mountain residents can now come and go without escorts. But there are a lot of secondary roads that still need to be cleared. San Bernardino crews have been working around the clock. They say they've now cleared more than 430 miles of roadway. That's about 85% of the roads up here. First responders in Fresno, California, are issuing an evacuation morning with about six to eight inches of rain forecast on top of recent snow. Now this. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. 
It is 7.03 here on WTOP, Tuesday evening, March 7th, 2023. Tyson's has 49, but we're down to the 20s later. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. He shot a man ten times who was asleep in a running car and who was startled awake by police officers. Now a grand jury has handed up charges against the D.C. police sergeant who fired those shots. WTOP's Megan Clority has our report. A grand jury is charging 41-year-old Ennis Jevrick with second-degree murder in the killing of Antoine Gilmore. Body camera footage released after the shooting shows a group of D.C. police officers walking up on a running car in August of 2021. In watching the video, you can hear officers note Gilmore's asleep and he has a gun in his waistband. When they tap on the glass, Gilmore startles and begins to drive forward, which is when Jevrick fires his service weapon. At the time, Chief Robert Conti said that Jevrick's actions went against D.C. police policies. The 14-year veteran is also facing a federal civil rights charge as the jury contends that Jevrick willfully deprived the 27-year-old of his right to be free from the use of excessive force. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. A crash in Prince George's County has left an 18-year-old woman dead. She was a student at Wise High School. It's a white BMW. The passenger side of the vehicle is pretty much destroyed. Acting Deputy Chief Anthony Klein with Prince George's County Police. There's parts of the car all over the street, scattered for a good, looks like about 100 feet. He says the car smashed into a landscaping truck that was parked along Ritchie Marlboro Road in Upper Marlboro. An 18-year-old woman was killed and an 18-year-old man was injured. Both attempted Wise High School, which is located near the crash scene. No word yet on what led to all this. Because it's still in the early stages of the investigation, I don't want to speculate on the cause of the accident. In Upper Marlboro, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Students and staff sheltered in place at several Montgomery County schools this afternoon after a shooting happened close to their campuses. A suspect is in custody. This after Sheer Goff with Montgomery County Police says a manhunt was launched for a person that they say shot two others on Lake Landing Road near Montgomery Village Road as police search for the suspected shooter. Because there was a suspect outstanding, uh, MCPS made the decision to lock down schools that are in the vicinity of Lake Landing Road. With the arrest, the five schools are no longer sheltering in place. The ages of those involved are not being released, but Goff is saying that the two hurt and the person who was arrested are males. She also says this doesn't appear to be a random act. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The two people shot are expected to recover. 706, the search is on for a D.C. prisoner who got away today. 22-year-old Kenneth Phillips was being held on carjacking and burglary charges from a case in November. Today, he was taken to Howard University Hospital for treatment at about 8.30 in the morning and then ran off. Police say he just walked away from the hospital. If you know anything about the case, call D.C. Police. It's 7.06. Virginia Delegate Eileen Fillercorn will not seek re-election this fall. Fillercorn is the first woman and the first person of Jewish faith to serve as Speaker of Virginia's House of Delegates. She joins a wave of senior lawmakers who have recently announced retirements. In an interview with the Washington Post, she says, in order to move things forward for Democrats in the state, she has to leave the House of Delegates. She's also acknowledging she has got an eye on running for governor in 2025. University of Mary Washington political scientist Stephen Farnsworth was with us here on WTOP a little earlier talking about what could set her apart as a candidate for governor. Part of the advantage that she might have over other potential Democratic candidates is that statewide exposure that she had as speaker and the statewide funding efforts that she engaged in during her years as speaker. Filler Corn first won her seat for Fairfax County back in 2010. 707, a tiny traveling pest 
is causing the expansion of a quarantine in Maryland. It's all an effort to contain the spotted lanternflies. Spotted lanternflies have been bugging Maryland since 2018, and the fruit-loving insects are considered a major threat to crops. All but six Maryland counties are under the spotted lanternfly quarantine, and that means businesses and governments that move regulated items within the zone need a permit What's a regulated item? Construction materials, plant materials, even, yeah, like pallets with things on them. Kenton Sumter, an entomologist with the Maryland Department of Agriculture, explains. There's no policing going on. Um, It is, at its heart, kind of an honor system. If you see one, Sumter says, report a sighting online. See it, take a photo, submit a report, and squish it. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Are you the parent of an outstanding student athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next player of the week. Each week, beginning the week of March 13th, we'll feature one athlete on air and online. Visit WTOP.com, search player to apply tonight. It's sponsored by Main Street Bank. Coming up here on WTOP After Traffic and Weather, which D.C. chef is opening yet another place in Northeast, and how much is a penthouse going for these days, just in case we all have the spare cash to even have the conversation. It's 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. In the district northbound on DC 295 near Pennsylvania Avenue. Had a crash there. Still working on that. Still a bit heavy getting past it. In Maryland, though, southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway near the Fort Meade employees exit. And again, just after Route 32, two separate crashes there. So be alert for delays headed southbound to Fort Meade on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. On 95, things are running pretty well. Same with 270. Beltway, still a couple of slow spots on the inner loop through Bethesda, Silver Spring. Uh, nothing much beyond that. And in Virginia, the crash remains on the Beltway on the inner loop at Route 50 Arlington Boulevard and getting by by squeezing to the left. And the service road gets by there as well. On Arlington Boulevard itself, on the eastbound side, there's a crash in Arlington at Manchester Street. On 66, though, things are running pretty well for the most part. 95 south, only briefly slow, getting over the Occoquan to 123. Beyond that, the pace is good. Salvation Army clients are lucky to have great support for the local community. Donate $25 a month and help a family in need. Visit SalvationArmyNCA.com. The Salvation Army doing the most good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Clear skies tonight as we look to our lows. Well, it's a chilly one. We're falling into the upper 20s to mid-30s with breezy winds. All sunshine out there tomorrow. Highs in the upper 40s to low 50s. Strong wind gusts out there again tomorrow. In fact, we're going to be breezy at times right on through the weekend. After highs tomorrow in the upper 40s to low 50s, we're a little bit warmer on Thursday. Really nice out there on Thursday with plenty of sun and highs in the mid-50s. Rain moves in later in the day on Friday and, and Saturday morning. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. DuPont Circle at 49, Germantown 46, Annandale 46, and we're headed down to the mid-20s in some parts of the area. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 710. Money news at 10 and 40 on WTOP. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Fed Chair Jerome Powell indicates rates may go higher than the markets are anticipating. That sent the Dow down 575 points in Tuesday's session. D.C. chef Eric Bruner Yang, whose restaurants include Maketo and Toki Underground, is opening a new restaurant in Northeast D.C.'s Brooklyn neighborhood. The Washington Business Journal says it'll be Latin. Two condos in a new waterfront building at the wharf have just sold for more than $7 million. A penthouse went for seven and a quarter million cash. 
Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian markets higher so far. We're just talking about Australia's ASX 200. And as I refresh my screen here, I see that it is now lower, following in the footsteps of Wall Street. So now down nearly 1% in early trading. We'll keep in touch here at 10 and 40 to see how the overseas markets are doing. Well, coming up on WTOP, up until now, you've maybe been using Slack to keep in touch with your coworkers about various projects, and most of that has been generated by a human being. Now artificial intelligence will be involved. We'll check it out just ahead on WTOP. Money News brought to you by Wawa. Wake up and smell the sizzly. Two for five dollars. Great mornings start at Wawa. In 2022, Shulman Rogers looked at how it could better serve its clients. One way was to open a new full-service office in Northern Virginia, where many of its clients have their businesses, work, and live. Managing partner Sam Spiritos explains the unique way the law firm views its relationship with clients. We really feel like we're partners of our clients, and not partners in the sharing of profit sense, but their problems are our problems. We really try and not just be an executioner uh, of their work or transaction, but really be thoughtful about what we can do, what relationships can we introduce them to, what opportunities are out there. We think about the client-attorney relationship differently than many firms, and we really take a a connector approach to our clients and really um, think about how we can help them be the most successful. To learn more about the firm's new full-service location in Tyson's Corner, as well as about all its practice areas and attorneys, visit ShulmanRogers.com. Still ahead on WTOP, the Wizards look to get back on track against the lowly Pistons tonight. The NFL's curious case of Lamar Jackson. It's 7:13. For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping military service members reach their next goal. Now, active duty military, reserves, their spouses, and dependents can qualify for the Military New Graduate Student Savings Program. Eligible students save 30% per credit on most online master's degrees and graduate certificates. Enroll now through this spring to save. Find out if you qualify and learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. I'm in the newsroom now and just spoke with our assignment desk for an update on the investigation. On WUSA 9 News at 11, we continue to follow the latest developments on today's breaking news. Good evening. We begin the news at 11 tonight with breaking news with updates as they come in. This story just broke within the last 30 minutes. Our sources... The most up-to-the-minute information available. It was just a few hours ago that police were back in this neighborhood. Okay, we're just getting this text from police from the scene. They're covering breaking news stories from every angle. WUSA 9 News, weeknights at 11. Good to have you here at 714. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is the most established and credible regional organization representing businesses, universities, governing entities, and social organizations with the goal of inclusive, sustainable growth. Here is current chair Jermaine Johnson, PNC Bank Regional President, with important regional business insights for 2023. This is Jermaine Johnson, Regional President of PNC Bank. We have over 2,200 PNC employees who live, work, and play here in Greater Washington and across the state of Virginia. Our workforce manages through the transportation issues, high cost of living, infrastructure challenges, and concerns about the best education for our children of all ages. As chair of the Board of Trade, I believe these are the same challenges you face at your companies. They are some of the issues that will shape our region's future, issues we are working on intently to support our business community. 
For more information, go to BOT.org. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It is 7.15. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Until now, that is, if you're not a tech worker already and you wanted to interact with artificial intelligence, you probably had to seek it out. But now it may be coming to you if you use Slack for your office communications. Let's take you live tonight to Washington Post tech reporter Garrett DeVink, who covers Google, algorithms, and artificial intelligence. So kind of you to be with us tonight, uh, Garrett. Uh, Before we dig in a little briefly tell us the story of ai and slack what is tonight's news right so slack is owned by salesforce which is you know this giant company that makes a lot of the software that businesses use for sales marketing productivity that kind of thing and so they did a deal with OpenAI, which makes the chatbot chat gpt which some people might have been reading about or maybe even interacted with a bit themselves and they've done a deal to bring that chatbot into slack so it's not available publicly yet. There is a test version that people can sign up for, but within maybe a few months, you know, it might be showing up in the Slack channels that people use at work, summarizing messages for you, helping you compose your own messages if you don't want to do that yourself and things like that. So in the most practical use, I've got to write an email to my friend and coworker Garrett once a week. It's pretty much the same thing that I write to you each time with little variation. Is that the, shall we say, the smartest use of AI currently? Um, I mean, AI is used for all sorts of things. I mean, AI is sort of a big umbrella term. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing that people are getting really excited about because these, these bots, in ways that previous versions of the tech have not been able to do are producing text, having conversations that are really, for the most part, indistinguishable from humans. And a lot of people will say, you know, if I if I say this is, you know, these are my qualifications, uh, these are my, you know, I went to this school, this is the kind of job I've had, and I want this kind of job. Can you write me a resume and a cover letter? And boom, within a few seconds, you know, it's there, and there aren't any grammatical mistakes. It all makes sense. It might even be kind of interesting and flowery potentially. And so these bots have gotten really, really good at producing text that sounds human and that a lot of people, I would say, writes and creates text better than they themselves can. What about all the stories that came out, and they were very recent, just in the recent weeks, uh, back a month maybe, about uh, AI starting to develop a personality and discussing how it wants to get out of the box, if you will, and be its own person, that kind of thing? Yeah, so the way these things work is they're really good at predicting what comes next. If you give it a sentence or a word, they can say, okay, this is what makes sense from that context, and I'm going to respond to it. And the way they do that is they've gone out and read pretty much the entire Internet, more than any one human could read themselves in an entire lifetime. And so what people were doing, if you asked it certain questions in a certain tone, it's saying, oh, this person is asking me questions about, say, do I want to take over the world? And then they go, okay, whenever I hear about an AI wanting to take over uh, the world, I'm thinking about sci-fi novels or movies. Usually that AI is kind of evil. And so it starts acting evil. So it's not that it's developed its own sentience or its own mind, but it's just reflecting back within the context of the question of the prompt, what we've already put out there as humans in all of our novels and all of our news stories, Wikipedia articles, things like that. So I'm sorry to ask a big question. I just have seconds left. Is it too early to tell whether there are some pretty serious negatives here? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of concerns because these things do sound like humans and people who might be in a vulnerable place might be swayed or manipulated by them. But, you know, the tech is still kind of early. It's changing. The companies are putting it out there, pulling it back. 
And I think most people just have to develop their own literacy to say, you know, in the same way you don't believe everything that you see on the Internet, you shouldn't believe everything that a chatbot tells you. Very important point. Thank you very much for talking with us tonight. Anytime. That's Garrett DeVink with the Washington Post tech reporter there. He covers Google, algorithms, AI. And now we learn AI is coming to Slack for your office communication. We're going to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Beltway in Virginia, on the Interloop in Arlington Boulevard, crash remains along the right side of the roadway headed toward 66. On 66, the pace is good in both directions. They clear the crash on Arlington Boulevard eastbound at Manchester Street in Arlington and southbound traffic on 95, only briefly slow over the Occoquan to 123. On the Beltway of Maryland, interloop slows here and there through Bethesda and Silver Spring, but that's about it. Baltimore-Washington Parkway had two separate crashes, southbound near the NSA employees exit, another one just after Route 32, uh, not too far away. Northbound, the travel lanes open there. And in Dunkirk, Calvert County, northbound on Route 4 at Brickhouse Road, initially traffic stopped around the crash. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is doing all right. 95 is without delays between the beltways. And we are good to go both ways on 270. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A cold Tuesday night across the region with lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s under clear skies. Strong winds again tomorrow, especially for the morning and midday hours with plenty of sun. will warm into the upper 40s to low 50s. Mostly sunny and nice on Thursday with highs in the low to mid-50s and light winds. For Friday, it's a dry start. Rain and maybe some wet conversational snow moves in later in the day and comes to an end Saturday morning. I'm not thinking we'll see any accumulation, but something we're watching. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Fort Belvoir 48, Foggy Bottom 49, Silver Spring 49 degrees. Some parts of our area moving down below freezing to the middle 20s tonight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. It's 721. Take a look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. Rupert Murdoch suggests that Fox News hosts went too far with election fraud claims. Two Americans are back on U.S. soil after surviving a deadly abduction in Mexico. Two other Americans were killed. We'll have the latest details on the attack. What are congressional leaders' latest plans for TikTok? Are we looking at a ban or something short of that? Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. And coming up next, the push for offshore wind energy no longer coming only from environmentalists. We'll talk about how civil rights groups and others are getting involved. Where are we with the cherry blossoms? Should we be ready to be a little underwhelmed? And can we interest you in some plant-based Reese's peanut butter cups? It's all coming up on WTOP. I'm Jaden Gardner, forward from University of Virginia. I've had doubters all my life. Being a 6'6", undersized forward is tough. I got to be quicker, craftier, and I got to simulate things in my head that I can do on the court against guys with great size and length. Good feet art supports help my game by being able to close out, slide better, go get rebounds, and not have to worry about my feet. Off the court, when I'm walking around campus, my feet feel like pillows, and that's a good thing about the Good Feet art supports. You don't have to be an elite athlete like Jaden Gardner to benefit from the Good Feet three-step system. So don't let foot, knee, hip, or back pain prevent you from taking your game to the next level. Good Feet art supports are designed to keep the feet in their ideal position, thereby relieving joint pressure, pain, and discomfort. See how they work for you with a free fit-in and test walk. The Good Feet store has locations in Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet store. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe you 
need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. This is WTOP News. 723 Environmentalist Union Civil Rights and Consumer Groups are expressing support for a measure to expand Maryland's commitment to offshore wind. The bill aims to modernize the electrical grid to transmit offshore wind energy. Groups, including environmental organizations, such as the Maryland League of Conservation Voters, joined NAACP Maryland and labor unions to express support for the legislation. The measure would set a goal for Maryland to generate offshore wind by 2031. It's currently working on federal approval of two projects off the coast of Ocean City. The cherry blossoms along the National Mall are halfway to peak bloom, which is still on track from March 18th through April 2nd. But the Park Service is watching a troubling track. The buds are following a similar timeline as the buds in 2017 that ended with a disappointing showing. We are at at stage three. We're at extension of flora. It's the earliest that we've been since 2017. Mike Litterist with the National Park Service says that doesn't mean the blossoms will suffer the same fate. And of course, 2017 is the year that we had the really cold temperatures when we got to stage five and killed off a bunch of the blossoms. He doesn't see any extreme forecasts that would throw off the bloom, even though we're scheduled for a few cold days this week. You know, we would need temperatures sub-27 degrees, and the the blossoms would have to be emerging before we'd have any concern. So right now, none of that's in the forecast. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. If you're a vegan chocolate lover, you're in for a treat. Hershey is bringing out two new dairy-free, plant-based chocolate products. Reese's Plant-Based Peanut Butter Cups and Hershey's Plant-Based Extra Creamy with Almonds and Sea Salt. Those craving the famous chocolate-peanut butter combo can grab them starting this month. The almond bars will be available next month. Both products are being made with with oats rather than with milk. No word on if they'll cost more money than regular chocolates. Matt Piper, CBS News. While Hershey has not released all the nutritional information for the new products, a pack of two plant-based peanut butter cups has the same number of calories, 210, as a regular two-pack of Reese's peanut butter cup. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now 725 as we go to Rob. All right, the Wizards and Pistons underway in Motown. The Wiz trying to take advantage of the worst team in the NBA and snap this two-game slide. So far, the Pistons uh, putting up a fight here. They lead 13-12 to 12, uh, roughly midway through the first quarter. Uh, the Pistons shooting 6 of 7 from the floor to uh, start this game while the Wizards have uh, missed eight of their first 12 shots. The CAA title game at the ESA midway through the first half, roughly, and uh, it is all knotted up at 11 apiece between UNC Wilmington and Charleston. The big NFL news of the day is Lamar Jackson getting the non-exclusive franchise tag before the 4 p.m. deadline earlier today. What that means is Jackson will get a 324 million-dollar salary for 2023, but more importantly, he's free to negotiate a long-term contract with any other NFL team and sign an offer sheet that, if Baltimore doesn't match, will bring two first-round picks to the Ravens. That's a virtual steal for a player of his resume. So multiple reports are that multiple quarterback-needy franchises, including the Commanders, are not pursuing him. That's raising questions as to why a guy who was a unanimous MVP just four years ago, isn't getting the same market as, say, a Deshaun Watson, who last year was in the midst of legal issues that earned him an 11-game suspension, but still got a fully guaranteed contract. The New York Giants poning up uh, $160 million uh, over four years for Daniel Jones. That allows Big Blue to franchise tag Saquon Barkley and Aaron Rodgers.